0: Welcome to The Kurt Locker, a podcast where we chronologically step through and discuss each film starring Kurt Russell. My name is Andrew Gormley, and I am one of your hosts. I am joined on this episode by my co-hosts. She'll also take any means necessary to get home to her dog, Whitney Nelson. Uh,
1: Factual. Massively factual.
0: As soon as that one came up, I was like, there it is. That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) And they also add vitamins to their pizza for science. Dan Spencer joins us.
2: That's also highly accurate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm crushing it. I'm two for two so far. This is great. <laughs> yes. Whitney, welcome back. Hello, I hope you enjoyed you. your Hi. one Hello. your one week off. Yes. Uh, now 51 more in enjoy, a row. Enjoy,
1: enjoy is is strong, but <laughs> I did take time off and I am yes. back. Stronger than ever, full of Vim and vinegar. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. And also gin. Gin and vim and vinegar. Yeah. I like yeah. it. That's a potent combination.
1: It is a potent combination.
0: I'm excited <laughs> for the energy that brings to this episode, actually. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Dan, it's also been a very long time. It's it's great to hear your voice and talk with you again.
2: It has been a long time, and it is so wonderful to talk with you as well. I'm so happy to be back.
0: I have a sneaking suspicion that we will be hearing more of your voice in some upcoming episodes I Wink. hope so <laughs> good <laughs> good so astute listeners I've been dropping breadcrumbs the whole time this whole season about what's coming up so there there's another one if you could, if you didn't pick up on the hint. <laughs> I'm excited to talk about this. This is our last episode of season one, or our last movie of season one, Then we do some fun stuff next week. But um, let me get into the contact info and housekeeping, and then we'll kick this thing off proper. So as always, I want to mention you can find the podcast at 12and24.com. That's the numbers 12and24.com. 2, 2, you can email us, KurtLockerPod at gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter at KurtLockerPod. You can also join us on Discord and chat in real time. That's 12 and com slash Discord. I tweet that link out pretty regularly or I share it on Facebook or wherever And every time I do, like two or three more people roll in. So it's just a matter of tweeting at the right time of day to get you all in here (laughs) (laughs) to chat with us. That's all it really is. It's just just a time of day thing. It's
1: just you got to game the algorithm a little bit to show Mm -hmm. up in the right people's feeds at the right times. And it's a process. One tweet is not going to get in front of everybody.
0: That's right. Then look, you're listening right now. Maybe you're listening in your car. You don't want to sign up for Discord. But if you're just sitting around listening at home, on your couch or wherever, uh, just tap the link. Just tap the artwork for the episode right now and it will take you to our Discord. It's like email address and a password and you're in. That's if it. If you're
1: driving though, don't do anything on your phone, please.
0: No, just listen to us, Sit, just just enjoy. Let us help right. you get to your destination,
2: you know? But if you're it's at a- work right now, like take a, take a small break from work, you've earned it. Just yes. take a yes. small break, pop on, and join the Discord and come talk with us.
1: Join Discord on the company dollar.
2: Right. Can you get paid to join
0: Discord? Come on. That's a win-win right there. That's the dream.
1: That is the dream. That is really the dream.
0: (laughs) That's it. That's it. And uh, finally, if you want to support us with just a moment of your time for free, uh, please share the show with your friends, rate and review us on iTunes, bring more folks into the fray. That's always a lovely thing people can do for us. And uh, it makes all the difference in the world. So, you know, we get in in more people's ears and everyone, Mm -hmm. we share the love. We share the love.
1: Even if you don't listen on iTunes, if you have the motivation mentally, go on iTunes and rate us that's still where the ratings count the most.
0: Yeah. I Whitney, I don't know. I again I don't assume that you have that you listen uh to every episode, especially the ones you're not on, because I wouldn't well, if I there, were
1: there's only been one that I that's haven't true. been on.
0: That's true. I just want to let you know last week uh the saga of Lane Train gets even better. Lane oh, train oh
1: now I have to listen.
0: No, no. I, I I'll just sum it up for you really quickly. Okay. It's it's really incredible, and I love it. Yeah. Remember how Lane Train gave us I I
1: a confusing I, review and then it was a confusing review
0: and then clarified the review. Lane Train <laughs> clarified the review again last okay. Tuesday or something like that. Okay. And said and, and updated the review. It the the title of the review is exactly the same. Great show. The body of the review is is this. <clears throat> this show gets better every week. <laughs> and <I'm>, that's it <laughs> so Whitney I congratulations this is the best Lane show Train. we've ever done <laughs> Dan it is. this is a momentous occasion for you <laughs> on the best show we've ever done uh, honored. I
1: love Lane Train
0: <laughs> Lane Train's in the discord come on get over here it's great you gotta
1: great. get in on it
0: I love our listeners
1: the discord like just pops off with a lot of random stuff and a lot of related stuff yeah. It's amazing.
2: I'll be honest, I wish that I could join the Discord, but every time I try to, it tells me that there's already an account with my information that's signed in. So for some oh, reason, curious. I can't get in there, but
1: curious.
2: Uh, I'm mm. sure that it is so much fun. Hmm. I'll talk to
0: Mr. Discord about that. I'll, I'll, I can I have his... Uh, I have, Mr. I have his Herb
1: Discord. <laughs> 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 Such a... <laughs>
2: Oh, yes. Of the Virginia discords. <laughs> that exactly. hit me in waves.
0: Herb discord. I don't know what it was about that combination of words. It's such a juxtaposition. I love it. Oh, my God. That's it. Do all that stuff. Re- review the show if you want. It's amazing. But
1: most importantly, listen. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Hello, friend.
0: Yeah. You're the best. Dan, if you, if you would, I would yes. love for you to tell us uh, what we're here to talk about today.
2: I would love to tell you. Today, we are talking about the movie The Strongest Man in the World. The the plot synopsis from IMDb is, Dexter Riley and his friends accidentally discover a new chemical mixed with a cereal seems to give anyone temporary superhuman strength. Wow. Uh, The movie was written by Joseph L. McAveety and Herman Groves, and directed by Vincent McAvee, co-starring alongside Kurt are an incredible cast of Joe Flynn, Eve Arden, Cesar Romero, Phil Silvers, Dick Van Patten, Michael McGreevy, and Richard Bacallion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whitney, (laughs) what do the critics and audiences have to say about this?
1: Well, hopefully for the last and final time, we oh have no critical score for this movie.
0: <laughs> I hate it. I, I, this never bodes well. It, it never does.
1: Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, there is an audience score, however, of 39%. And now I don't have access to the big data machine directly in front of me. I don't know how that compares to other Dexter Riley movies. But it seems right on par.
0: Let me see here. I have that information. So Mm -hmm. if we go uh, computer wore tennis shoes, uh, that audience score was a 40. Okay. (laughs) And uh, now you see him. Now you don't. That audience score was wildly a 57. I... (laughs) That is shocking. I I cannot believe that, actually. Literally, that that. stunned
1: me into silence. I did not have a reaction for that because I was too busy trying to process that information.
0: Yeah. So this.
1: Now we're back to 39%.
0: Right. So the lowest ranked of the Dexter Riley films.
1: I'm not going to tell you yet how I feel about this movie. I am going to say that the audience scores for the three movies are not accurate, in my opinion.
0: They do not reflect the reality that we live in, is what I would Correct.
1: say. Okay, Correct.
2: I, I agree. <laughs> perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: good. So we do have a snippet of a 1975 New York Times review of this movie, where uh-huh. Vincent Canby wrote a Walt Disney comedy based on the old magic formula story that served the company well through thick, in parentheses, The Absent-Minded Professor, and thin, in parentheses, the computer or tennis shoes. The new film is nowhere near as funny as the first, but a lot better than the second.
2: Vincent gets it.
1: <laughs> I
0: think Vincent, uh-huh. even in 1975, understood what's yep. going on. Okay.
1: Yep. Uh, user Barton K on Rotten Tomatoes gave it one and a half out of five stars and says... Poster promised a Disney movie with Kurt Russell as the world's strongest man. He's barely in the movie. It's just a bunch of old dudes in a boardroom. Pisses me off.
0: Barton K. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Barton Kay also gets it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, listener Claire's mom, also known as Sue had a few thoughts about this movie wow. and said it was like watching a series of vaudeville skits strung together it was all stuff that they'd done before except maybe they'd done it better and the overall movie goes nowhere because the story is somehow even weaker than the <laughs> computer war tennis shoes
0: that's and brutal for
1: the first time ever claire's dad chimes in dad! <laughs> and in parentheses claire writes that He's saying this while hollering about how this can possibly be made in the same era as The Godfather Part 2 and Jaws. Well, this wasn't supposed to be a real movie. It was something you saw on th- Saturday mornings at the theater. <laughs> I actually think that was Claire's mom, Sue. Commenting to Claire's dad who is hollering.
0: Oh, okay. Either okay. way.
1: It's yeah. made in the same era as The Godfather Part 2 and Jaws. Yeah. And it also is not a real movie.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say Claire's parents get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think we have three examples of people
2: just
1: getting it, right? Getting it, yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Dan, it's been a minute since we've heard from you just on the podcast in general. So I'd love for you to kick things off about just at a high level, I guess. Did this movie work for you?
2: Uh, I, It, it, it worked for me, I think in the way that overall it was intended to work Uh, by which I mean, it was lighthearted fun. Uh, mm-hmm. It was, Silly. I did, it did get a couple of genuine chortles out of me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and I mean, I would say it's more of a Joe Flynn movie than a Kurt Russell movie. Uh, yeah. But really, this movie is an homage to just pulling the wildest faces. And I love that. I love making <laughs> faces. And the people mm-hmm. in this movie make incredible faces. And so. I'd say yeah, overall it worked for me for those reasons.
0: Mhm. Okay.
2: Will All I watch right. it again? No. Uh <laughs> it it does not have that level of like rewatchability. Mhm. But mm-hmm. it's I'm I'm glad that I watched it the once. Yeah.
0: Have you mm-hmm. seen the other two films in the trilogy? Have
1: I, are you I familiar have, with them yes. as well?
2: Okay. Yes, right. I've been watching them along with y'all uh even though I have not been, you know,
1: Tasked. T- tasked right. to.
2: Uh, <laughs> I can
0: God bless you. Oh my god. I,
2: I had seen the computer wore tennis shoes a while back when I was younger, and uh-huh. um, I, I I remember enjoying it a lot more than I think was deserving. Uh, and then oh boy, now you see him, now you don't. Some mess. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but anyway.
1: Definitely, I think the weakest of the three. Now you see him, now you don't. Yeah. Like, I'm this just going to come out and say it. That's the weakest of the three.
0: For me, it would be one, then this one, then two, for me personally. I agree. Uh, okay. But Whitney thinks they just go down I, a, well, a I, linear no, <laughs> I decline. Think,
1: I think this one, I think as far as like, they're all endless shenanigans and pratfalls and pulling faces and that's all any of the three of these movies are the first one the computer war tennis shoes had the most coherent plot two with the house painting and the whatever and i just couldn't (laughs) i just couldn't with two this Uh one i do feel like was better produced overall just as far as tightness Of story and editing and whatever, it played better and felt like a faster movie than two did. But it's also far less Kurt Russell. It's true. And also far more nonsense (laughs) and more racism.
2: Oh, yeah. So
1: overall, I don't think that this one is great either. Anyway way you slice it, whether it's better than two or not, I feel like that's a, a debate between what gets you through a movie and what doesn't get you through a movie. Mm-hmm. I think three is better in a lot of movie making aspects, but also is not as fun to watch because it is just a bunch of dudes in a boardroom the whole movie. Just dudes in boardrooms for all of it. Um, and not any Kurt Russell who has blossomed into manhood between the last movie and this movie. He
0: <laughs> sure has, yeah. I think this is a pattern that we have now seen, where all of these, all of these Disney, and specifically these and MacVidi, whatever these two guys are, uh, there just seems to be about twenty minutes of filler in everything they do. Like they can't pull off a feature length necessarily. So they're like, let's just have 20 minutes in a boardroom or let's have these guys hanging off a ledge for 20 minutes. Or Mm -hmm. in the last movie, super dad, as I opined about last week, there's like 20 minutes of like this guy about this guy's job that has no relevance to the story Mm -hmm. whatsoever. Uh, This movie kind of, I, I, I agree with Dan in that, I'm not, I'm not taking these films super seriously. Like I'm not looking at them with like an incredibly critical eye. So it's fine. It was like, it was Mm -hmm. fun. I had a good time, but I certainly felt the lack of Kurt in -hmm. this one. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think we said this before to Whitney on now you see him. Now you don't where they gave Joe Flynn a lot of this movie and i still firmly believe that that guy works better in much smaller doses yep. uh, he's inc- i think he's an incredible comic talent but do in i want to watch doses. him yeah do i want to watch him do stuff for 20 minutes like flip no. around a boardroom and chop a table in half N- no not really <laughs> like no that's that diminishes it for me cuz they've they've shoulder they've given him too much
1: i think the uh special effects are I don't know. The second one had more practical effects that I found really enjoyable and held yes. up more than the computer wore tennis shoes, which is just a computer superimposed inside his brain. And then this one had a lot of wire work, and the wire work was very clearly wire work. Yeah. Every other thing they did as a practical prop looked amazing. Like the the light post bending over... Yeah. Or the stuff he did in the boardroom with the weights where he like has it on its end and then tips it over sideways and whatever. That's clearly just a light prop. Yeah. And it looks amazing it because does. he's a good actor and can pull it off. Anything that had wire work was very clearly wire work. They yeah. no, no one was neutral in acting like they were on wires. They, you could tell every single one of them was uncomfortable and on wires. I will say I don't
0: know if you two noticed this. So I watched this on Disney Plus because it was on there, which is great and very convenient. Mm -hmm. There were straight up, in my estimation, some shots of this movie that were just completely out of focus. Like, oh yeah, uh, Uh, it was it was nuts. Like they would cut to. It was mostly in the beginning when they would cut to. They were like cutaways to Joe Flynn reacting to stuff, and I'm like, this shot. Is unusable <laughs> But they're well, like They clearly, didn't have the coverage I guess I don't know This
1: Clearly Two is like Blatant And three is just Overt This is a money grab They've yeah. made this same movie three times And I do not think they have approved upon it Since the first one Any of those times So I really think that they There's less Kurt Russell mm-hmm. There's blurry shots i just feel like they rushed through this in order to get that third movie out and i don't know if it's because kurt russell was aging or because it was just a money grab but i feel like while this one was overall tighter in the producing and like the camera angles and the whatever yeah there's a lot of stuff that's like They got one shot and it's out of focus, but they have to use it anyway, so they do, and stuff like that. It felt very rushed, this movie. They did not try to find a unique angle on it that made it a little bit different. I feel at least Now You See Him, Now You Don't had a little bit of this is different than the first one. This one did not have any of that.
0: Yeah, like what you said about the gags in Now You See Him, Now You Don't. At least there was ingenuity there. About, mm-hmm. like, how many times can we convey that an invisible car just went by? We could break a fence. They could drive through paint. They could land mm-hmm. in a pool. Like, that kind of stuff yeah. was really neat. This was, yeah. like, they lift things up high <laughs> seven times throughout the film. It's like, yeah. uh, okay, okay.
1: Um, and I had a really, really hard time. And, again, so I've been made fun of my whole life for what I can suspend disbelief for and what I cannot uh uh-huh. um, Because I will take just about anything without even hesitating as far as wild and outrageous plot concepts and whatever. But then the little nitty gritty things that stick in my craw are always random. They're not random to me, but anyway. <laughs> um, putting the strong juice in the car to make it go faster <laughs> made me it. so angry. Oh, boy. I knew it. Oh, it made boy. me so angry. You can't make a car stronger with strong juice. Can't you? Mm-hmm. No. It didn't
2: make it stronger. It made it faster. It's car science. It's not Whitney. car
1: science, though. It's very. It basic is not car science. science. <laughs> Niacin does nothing to a car.
0: This was. This is your. uh in Now You See Him, Now You Don't dipping the glasses in the invisibility fluid. This is that same thing. And being you able to still hill. see through yeah. them.
1: Yeah. No, the this... prescription doesn't work if it's invisible. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm still more mad about the glasses and Now You See Him, Now You Don't yeah. than I am about the car. But I am mad about the car because there's nothing in it that makes a car go that is the same that makes a human strong. I... Uh... <laughs> That's it. I have nothing else to say. It's just, I get it. Those two are not combinable. And they were like, no, we're going to combine them. And I, I was like, can't you just have him run? Like, if he's so f- strong, can't he, like, push the car back and run faster than the car can go or something? There's ways to do it that are easier than I know how to get the car to go faster. Pour the strong juice in the gas tank. Sure. That's just going to make the car die.
0: I honestly thought. Not going to
1: make it go faster.
0: I honestly thought that he was going to run. Kind of like, you know, or like, kind of like maybe The Incredible Hulk, where it's like two steps and a bound, you know? And like, oh, he just, like, he can kind of get there because he's super strong, you see. Yeah,
1: with his like crazy long leaps. That's fine. Or like $6 million man, like, beep, 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 run. That's fine. There's so many ways to do it. He could have jumped onto like an airplane, like a low flying crop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there could have been a crop duster and he's like, I can just hang on to this cause I'm so strong. There's so many weird, silly ways that you could get there that are not making the car go fast with the strong juice.
2: When he like kicks through the bottom of the car mm-hmm. and breaks with his feet, mm-hmm. uh, I was seriously convinced they were going to pull a Flintstones on us and have him me too run. And, and
1: honestly, that would uh, be fine.
2: <laughs> that would have been so great
1: if they had like done that in the beginning. That would have been way better than him pouring strong juice in the gas tank.
0: I the thing about that that did work for me was that the car was literally in pieces at the end, and I really thought that was pretty funny. Like the it, it got so much power that it literally fell apart. And I like that. But I agree. And I did think of you the moment that happened. I was like, <laughs> I well, think Well, at least Whitney... my brand is strong. <laughs> I was like, this might be the one. This might be the thing that Whitney-
1: <laughs> It was. So. It was the thing. Um, there was a joke that made me laugh very, very hard. And I don't even remember the context of it. The dean is saying something about the cow needing to relax or something. I don't remember what it was. But then the students all kind of chuckle. And he's like, don't humor me. I know that wasn't funny. And then they yes. go back to whatever they yes. were talking about. And it was not quite fourth wall breaking, but it was so close to fourth wall breaking. It was hysterical to me. It was the best part of the movie, in my opinion. It was like, I know that wasn't funny. Everyone stop laughing.
2: I, I wrote that down as well, because I, it mm-hmm. also got a good laugh out of me. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to butter me up. I know that isn't funny.
1: The Dean is definitely the best part of this movie because we don't have enough Kurt to really drive it. Most of all of the college students are different except for the, what's his name? The one who loses the dog. He's been in all three of them.
2: Yeah, the Uh, ginger. Richard Schuyler. Yeah, yeah. Played by Michael Michael McGreevy. Yes. (laughs) It's hard to say Um, that name.
1: Um, the dog was cute. I liked the dog a lot, but you can pretty much guarantee at any point in any movie, I'm going to like the dog a lot. Um, I liked that the, the mean dog, the what, Rottweiler, is that what it was? I don't remember. I the mean so. dog that scared the little dog at the beginning. It, it, her name was Daisy and she was a she and the little dog was Brutus and was a he. That was very funny to me also. And I liked that part.
0: Mm hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: I did not like any of the mysticism of the Orient that went along with Chinatown Mm, and acupuncture and uh, hypnotherapy. There was a a lot of esoteric Orientalism in this movie. And they all of the racist stuff came from the cop who, like the sheriff or the chief or whoever he was, was like, the head cop, he was clearly trying to be made to look foolish by being racist, but it w- it was like you could just not be racist. You could just have a bunch of businessmen and then do your like spooky oriental thing with the acupuncture and the hypnotism and whatever in the back room and just leave it at that. You didn't need anyone to be making jokes about rice and whatever, all the stuff he said.
0: Yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff that these like that's a perfect example of the filler in this. Like what was the purpose of of
1: this movie in Chinatown for no reason?
0: No reason whatsoever. And the same with the boardroom. Like the the thing that they keep doing is like too many examples of Mm -hmm. like when Joe Flynn's in the boardroom trying to sell them on the cereal. Right. Mm hmm. Did we need him to lift the weights and swing from the chandeliers and chop no. the table? I know everything. I know no. the comedy is like is great in threes, but like this was like 300 things that he did.
1: But also that sort of like ethnicity-less Oriental music that played every time yes. anyone tried to karate chop. Also unnecessary. Yeah. Like just have him try to karate chop the table. Just try have them try and hit the table. It does not need to be a whole like do 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 and a karate chop and a whatever like. Yeah, we didn't need not, any of that, and there wasn't any of that in the first two movies, so I don't know why we added it in this one.
0: I, the, again, I, it's these two. It's this comp. that's it's these two, the McAvities, mm-hmm. I I I was done with their shit at, at the last movie, which they also yeah. wrote and directed, and this is it was. As I told Eric, is like it became increasingly obvious that it is an assembly line, and that they don't mm-hmm. care. <laughs> so, I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's very difficult for me to to look at it, like I said, critically. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause,
1: so I do have a question, Andrew. Yeah. Are we going to do a segment talking about whether or not Kurt Russell is attractive, Whitney? Yes.
0: I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> I'm going to hear
1: a brief moment of is he hot in this one? <laughs> you just want to know what movies is he pretty in? That's a heavy burden for me alone to bear. Maybe just his character in the last one bugged me enough that I didn't think he was as dreamy. He's very dreamy in this film. I can't. I can't with this intro.
0: Is he hot in this one? It might be the best 30 seconds that I've ever laid into digital format of any kind. I know people really like Pop Quiz Asshole in and, and Cool Breeze Over the Mountains, and I know that's a banger, but this mm-hmm. might, I, this is like right there with it. Maybe uh-huh. just over it as, as far as I'm, you know, Whitney, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, Mm -hmm. In your absence last week, Eric Mm -hmm. and I were tasked with this uh, question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We still ran the segment, uh, In Your Honor, Mm -hmm. uh, and we determined that, yes, he was hot. Not in a traditional way and not throughout the whole film, but he became hot at the end. So in this movie, what are your thoughts? Is he hot in this one? Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: This is the first time that Dexter Riley is attractive, and I know it's because between... The last movie and this movie, he has become a man. He's gone from being like an attractive teenager to like a man. Like he has a jaw now, his neck got thicker. He's clearly heading toward the like snake Pliskin thing. And you can see it happening. And he's not Dexter Riley ish in this one. And I don't know what I mean by that other than he's not in it very much and he's not kind of a whiny weirdo. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like Dexter Riley in the first two.
0: But he's... In this one, though. But in this one...
1: He's not really Dexter Riley. He's more just side part Kurt Russell. And he is very (laughs) attractive.
0: Uh Uh-huh. All right.
1: Like I said earlier, blossoming into manhood. There you go. And I'm here for it.
0: Dan, you seem to agree. You seem to agree with this estimation. I,
2: I'm I'm in full agreement. Yes, uh, <laughs> it's it's the 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 more defined jawline, and I think the jaw fa- was like the big features. thing. Yeah, the, 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 like... the jaw was real good. Um, <laughs> uh, had something <laughs> in my throat there. <laughs> Don't know what that was. Uh, but yeah, there's there's just a lot that really works for him in this um mm-hmm. I, I would say especially at like the very end uh with the with the weight lifting like scene he's i mean he's a mess because of mm-hmm. just you know riding in the in the supercar uh yeah. but like still it's just like this it just works it just works for him he is hot in this one mm-hmm. all
0: right I agree. I, you know, it's you know, it's unanimous here. I don't think I've yeah. necessarily ever disagreed. I just think he's a good looking guy. And then- well,
1: that's the thing is, I think it's not controversial when I say, yes, he was hot in this one. I think it's more controversial when I say, no, he wasn't hot in this one. And I can't necessarily always pin my finger on why it's yes and why it's no, because overall, the answer is, yes, he's an attractive man. When I talk about his Christmas movies, I call him Hot Santa.
0: (laughs) Which, you know, (laughs) it has a lot to do with the character. It's the charisma. It's the the energy that he's bringing to it. Well,
1: he, He has charisma that he brings to everything. He's got that little twinkle in his eye that's like always appealing. But some characters he plays are less appealing and some are more. And also the hair. The hair has a lot to do with it. Like I said, I'm very unsure how things are going to shake out for this segment when we get into mullet town, because that's kind of prime Kurt Russell age, but also prime mullet time. And I generally do not approve of mullets. So we'll see how it goes. I don't know. Um, His hair has played a big part in it. So in his like late teens, early 20s so far. So we'll see how it goes in the next season. Yeah. All right, all right.
0: This is great. This is great. It was a little out of, out of order, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll take the blame for mm-hmm. that. Usually, is he hot in this one comes before our thoughts, but we kind of just like rolled right into Wait, it. We,
1: we were and, we were anxious to talk about this one. Yeah. As like the third in the series. We all had opinions we needed to share first.
0: Yeah. Before we move on to the next thing, I want to ask you both a question because I, I I sat down after this one. And again, I I felt like a little bit better about this one than now you see him, now you don't. But overall, I still think computer is the the best, you know, not Mm -hmm. technically the best or whatever, but like the most fun to watch Mm -hmm. as far as I can tell. But I want to talk about Medfield College because I was thinking (laughs) about this. Uh And the theme of these three movies. Insolvency? (laughs) (laughs) yeah the dean is awful at his job they were absolutely right to want to can his ass Uh and also making the college like get paid by a corporation for this incredible discovery like that there's all sorts of like ethical things happening there but at even a higher level than that i want to talk about i want to talk about merit and earning it and mm-hmm. how this college does not do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because everything they have done to get money so far has exploited some loophole. And I just want to know how that makes either of you feel because I, I'm conflicted about it. I They won the I contest because he was a computer, okay? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh They they were able to, I don't even really know what they did with the I mean, invisibility. They stopped the a crime, I guess? <laughs> and then in this here's one- Here's the
1: thing. No college- should be, like, at a make-or-break moment whether the school is going to continue based on the prize money that students may win in, like, a knowledge trivia competition. Right, like yeah. we Like, sh- it should never be on the students to save the school, whether it is solving a crime, which is clearly not in the purview of students at a college, or it's winning a competition, or whether it's selling basically, like, a opportunity for advertising to a cereal company like none of these things are things that should hinge the entire fate of a college on it should be in the budget year over year and that has right. bothered me every time
0: yeah it's the message is like almost pro cheating like it's not quite that explicit but like Thank God they cheated, so they were able to like li- like live to fight another day. And I'm just not yeah. super sure that that's a good message. I don't know. Well, I, don't I know. also
1: don't think putting it on the students to like keep winning their education is a is a thing that I agree with. I don't think that like these students should be fighting to live another day if their school is shit. And right, not- that was
2: that was what I was gonna say. Is like. Great, you live to fight another day and keep going at this pretty janky school. Way to go! I hope you're ready in another few months when you need to pull another six thousand dollars out of your asses yeah. to save the school. So here's the here's the thing. Also,
0: right in the last movie, we had the description uh, in the uh, the IMDb description said science buff Dexter Riley. And I like scoffed at that a little bit because I was like,
1: is he, is he though?
0: And in this one.
1: I mean, he does spend all his spare time making concoctions in a yeah, creative lab. I, th-
0: I think this one proves that he is because he is. it was the combination of Skyler's formula and his that actually mm-hmm. produced this serum. So, yes, he is now established as a scientist.
1: I mean, I think. That he tries to solve anything with science even if he knows nothing about science makes him a scientist like sure. it is not your skill at science that makes you a scientist it's can I make this cow fat with dicking around in a creative lab and that's what makes a scientist and like so many things have been accidentally invented by someone who did not necessarily have Einstein level intelligence but was like sticking around in a science science lab, or accidentally dip something in something else, or whatever that that is like some pretty big revelations in science. And I think you got that, your
2: chocolate and my peanut butter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> um, so I I definitely think that he is a scientist just based on how much time. Whether it's fruitful or not is not the point. How much time he has spent of his college just randomly put smushing stuff together in a science lab. I'm just going to put 15 things in a beaker and see what happens. That is science. Um, So I think he is a science buff.
0: Yeah. I I just think that he does not need this school as much as they need him. Clearly. Oh,
2: he could absolutely go Uh anywhere really with his curiosity alone. But will anywhere let you just dick around with a cow. That's
1: that's the thing is like this school you can get away with a lot of stuff you couldn't get away with at at a better school because it would be more regulated. This is like just randomly letting 19 year olds throw a bunch of chemicals into a beaker is fun for the 19 year olds and can lead to science but not great for the school. Yeah. They're just feeding this cow who knows what And no one is regulating that or watching it. They're just like, we're trying to fatten up this cow. Here, put another vial in her.
0: (laughs) It turns out it is literally a cash cow, though, for that guy. Mm -hmm. Cause like they were like, it produced 80 gallons of milk in a night. (laughs) And you're like, well, Mm -hmm. I guess it worked out. I just had, I just wanted to bring that up. I think Dexter Riley could probably go to state. That's all I'm saying. They keep talking about, they position state as the enemy.
1: He could go anywhere. He definitely could go to state. He could go to other places too. Um, I just, I feel like this is not a moral school. It is not a well-run school. (laughs) And it is a school that puts like all of the onus on other people for saving it. And you should just leave. Don't worry about saving a school that doesn't know how to financially manage month to month. All of it's, you know, just leave. Just go.
0: Sounds like The Art
2: Institute a little bit. Fuck them. <laughs> I, I think that might be why we actually didn't get a fourth Dexter Riley movie is because <laughs> Medfield just couldn't get saved yeah. and That's they it. finally had to close it down. That's good. It.
1: Stop taking time of out of your students learning to, like, win a competition to save your ass. It makes me mad. But again, this is a time before prisons and colleges were so openly like profit schemes. Yeah. Now, in this day and age, you could never sell a trying to save the school college movie because we don't be like, these people literally ruin lives for a living. <laughs> uh huh. No one should save them. Right. If you are going to put me in debt for the rest of my life to acquire this knowledge and this degree, uh, you better manage that money. And if you can't, then I will sue you and I'm glad that you're gone. You just could never pull this Dexter Riley trilogy off nowadays.
2: Preach it. Preach it. If they were to make the Dexter Riley trilogy nowadays, who should they cast as Dexter Riley? Oh my god. Oh, I wish I knew like actors, like you know?
1: a single young actor. Yeah, I don't know
0: Zendaya. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always Zendaya. That Hell is yes.
1: <laughs> that yes. is 100% one hundred percent the correct answer. Yes, I did it. You did. You Storm did do it. is killing it. That is who. Uh, in fact, remake any Kurt Russell movie in the next ten years of like uh-huh. chronology of his movie making, replace them with Zendaya in any single one of them.
0: Perfect. I'm in. Sold. Gold.
2: Absolute gold. Get Hollywood
0: on right. the line. Are you, Hollywood, I know you're listening. We're, we're available. Mm-hmm.
2: We've got a solid gold picture for you.
1: Uh, escape to New York with Zendaya. Like, what?
2: I'm into it.
0: I'll, I'm there. Escape I'm from there, New York. No, I'm too. there day one, you know?
1: Yeah. Same.
0: Oh, yes. So I think, I, you know, I think we covered this. I always assume there are some movies, I don't know if this is true of both of you, there are some movies where I sit down and I'm like, I think I'll take notes during this movie. And then there are mm-hmm. ones like this where I'm like, I'm just going to let this one wash over me. I'm not going to yep. try to like pause this it to scribble gonna notes. This one's going to just
1: happen to me. Yeah. I'm just going to say the vibe <laughs> that I got.
0: Pretty much. I don't have yeah. like specific things.
2: I really, yeah. but- I took notes for the first like 15 minutes and then it was like, no, I can't. I can't do I this. I knew
1: going in that this was not, just, a, this this was not a note movie. I knew before I started <laughs> this was not going to be a note movie.
0: Right. Historically, these Dexter Riley
1: films <laughs> yeah.
0: have not been note movies, have not been note movies. Um, Nor have they been noteworthy. Well, uh, uh, it's yeah. true. Uh, uh, <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> I love a good pun. Y'all know me. I love a good pun. I love wordplay.
1: So yeah, I I had a feeling that this was going to... I was just going to let this movie happen to me and then be done. And I was not going to put critical thinking while it was happening into it. Because honestly, I think if I had started critical thinking while I was watching this, I would have felt even worse about it than I do now. If you just let some of these movies that are more lighthearted family movies just sort of happen and you don't think too much about the 20 minutes on the window ledge...
0: Yes. You're then, better off. Yeah, you have a, you just have a better time overall.
1: Mm-hmm. Like the the one and only genuine original family band when I was 22 minutes in and I was like, I have to count how many songs have happened in these first 22 minutes. That made it worse for me. That made the movie worse for me when I was like critically stopping and looking at what is the plot? What is happening? Why are there so many songs? If I just let it happen to me, It may be higher than the last place on the list. Probably not, though, because I do empirically think it's the last place on the list.
0: Yeah. It started tearing at the seams as soon as you started Mm -hmm. noticing things. Yeah. 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 So I think we all made some really good points. Um, The one that Whitney made about uh, going into debt for your education, chief among them. I'd love to tell you about a way to not go into debt and get a great education if I could.
1: Buck the system.
0: Holy shit. How about Skillshare?
1: (laughs) Boom! I did
0: a seamless transition into an
1: ad.
2: Seamless transition. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. You know what really is the best indicator of a seamless transition? When you stop your transition to talk about how seamless it was. I love it. That's when you know it was a seamless transition.
0: I'm never going to read what they send me. Even though they send, they're like, hey, you could try this. No, I'm not. Let me we do it my way. It.
1: You can't make us Skillshare.
0: In fact, let me make a class on podcast transitions to yeah. AdReads. How about I'm gonna that? I'm going to
1: take you to class, Skillshare. Teach you a thing or two.
0: We have talked about Skillshare <laughs> on many of our episodes, and I can't believe that they are still letting us. <laughs> 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 it's incredible. Uh, Skillshare has three top tier categories uh, that are create, build and thrive. You've heard me mm-hmm. talk about this before. You could basically learn anything you want on Skillshare. They have over 30,000 classes on anything and everything. I don't think someone, I don't think we've had a guest or Whitney think of something that you couldn't learn. Uh, no, on we have
1: not once come up with something that there isn't a class for. Here's what I will say. Yeah. Here's how I feel about it. This is going to be a wild summer of vaccinations and reintegration and a bunch of people not knowing how to act socially. And I think we really need to focus on the thrive part of create, build, thrive. I think that everyone needs to go out and get some sunshine. It is hot girl summer. I think everyone needs to figure out what their new place in society is and how to interact with people and how to make out with people. And I guarantee you there's some skill share about that.
0: Oh, yeah. I, hey, that checks out.
1: Focus your thoughts and your energy and your time, whether it's on Skillshare or not, but preferably on Skillshare, to figure out how to thrive this summer. Get thrive. out and, and be back in the world again. Yes. We've, we've been hibernating for a year and it was good and it was necessary and it saved somebody's life, whether you know it or not. So thank you for staying inside. But now go out and thrive. So go on Skillshare. Find a class that's gonna help you really just like be super extra and thriving and living your best life this summer.
0: Go next level. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a uh, 12 and 24.com slash Skillshare. Go there, right? It'll say Andrew has invited you to join Skillshare. You do that free 14 days. You can learn whatever you want. Maybe I don't know how you wanna thrive. Maybe you're like, I wanna figure out uh, I don't know how to dress fancier. There's all sorts right. of stuff on oh, making clothes, on fashion itself. You could take a whole bunch of different courses in 14 that, days for that free.
1: Color theory one that you were talking about would also be a great one for fashion stuff. That's
0: right. Grady. I had one on gradients, but that touched on color theory at large. What works well together, what doesn't and why. Yeah. Those, and are great, why? those are great. Those are great ideas.
1: Like just all of, do, take a cocktail making class.
0: Oh, my gosh. Because you're going to have company this summer. Hopefully. Fourth of July is on. Yeah. It's on, baby.
1: Use it to bring people back to your flat as like, oh, I'll make you a, you know, a smoked, fancy tiki drink. Yeah, or, or, oh, yeah. No, a fancy like smoked vanilla bean, old fashioned or something.
0: That'll that'll get it done. That'll, you know get people, that'll
1: seal yeah, the deal. Back to your place. I, so, I will go
2: to anybody's place if they make me an old fashioned <laughs> smoked vanilla bean. <laughs>
1: focus this summer on what is going to make you thrive and I guarantee there will be a class for it on Skillshare.
0: So do that. Do what Whitney said. You don't have to listen to me. Listen to Whitney.
1: Come on. Listen to me. You're beautiful and you're intelligent and you're funny and it's time to go out and be wildly outrageously extra this summer and Skillshare can help you do that. $15 a month. After the 14 days free. You could take 14 classes in that time if you're dedicated.
0: You could. You could. Some classes are 30 minutes. Some classes are three hours. But all of that fits within the purview day of the day. One day for
1: 14 days. Yeah. Two weeks later, be the beautiful butterfly this summer that you're supposed to be.
0: How'd you get this good at shuffleboard? <laughs> Skillshare. Skillshare.
1: Well, that's fun. Shuffleboard. <laughs>
0: I couldn't think of anything, but, you know, I've always wanted to get good at shuffleboard. I'm shitty at it right now.
1: Mm -hmm. I've always been really drunk when I've played shuffleboard, so I would not say that I'm good at it, but every time I've had the best time.
0: There you go. There you go. That's that. 12 and com slash Skillshare. Do it. Make it happen. Tap on the artwork for the show right now. It'll take you there. Super easy.
2: Unless you're driving. Unless you're driving. Don't do it
0: when you're driving. Don't do it if you're
1: driving. That is not thriving.
0: Yeah. Don't even put your phone in do not disturb while driving mode, please. Mm -hmm. (sighs) That's it. We did it. We did. We did do it. We're we're most of the way through right now, but I have a feeling that Lane Train was right. And this might be our best episode ever. So I'm just saying.
1: Whitney. Yes. (laughs) <laughs>
0: it sounded like you were about to disagree with me there for a no, second no, and no, I just no, I'm not I was having not it About
1: to disagree I was not about to disagree but it was probably good that you cut me off midstream because I don't know how I was going to follow that
0: it sounded like a negative well I don't know it was like but okay we're it good. it just we're came good.
1: out of me I don't know what was going to happen next but it's probably good you stopped it
0: <laughs> this is your movie okay uh-huh. Uh, I think Wikipedia has a pretty decent uh, plot synopsis here. Maybe uh, maybe a little too much.
1: A little to be, too much, I think. To be but yeah, quite I'm going to go with the Wikipedia synopsis because yeah. I feel like it's the best overall summary. Um, well, let so us here's have what it. happens in this movie Medfield College's Dean Higgins is about to be fired for financial mismanagement due to extreme overspending by Professor Quigley's science class. I still, this is wild to me. Renting a cow for $15 a day. Sorry, this is not Wikipedia. This is Whitney. Renting a cow for $15 a day for a science class is not extreme financial mismanagement. That is not extreme overspending by a science class. That is the dean having a chronic money management problem and ostensibly no accountant that's making sure that they have enough money for the year. I don't understand how this school has stayed alive as long as it has stayed alive. And they definitely should have fired Dean Higgins a long time ago. Anyway, they're renting a cow as a test subject. That's why Professor Quigley's class is like over its budget. They're feeding it various concoctions to try to make it fatter. In a rage, Higgins fires Quigley, then threatens to have his entire class thrown out of college. When the dean slams the door as he leaves, Dexter Riley's chemical experiment mixes with that of another student, Richard Schuyler, and his vitamin cereal mix. When the cow eats some of the cereal into which the mixture has leaked, the students learn that the cereal give the cow the ability to produce a huge supply of milk over 80 gallons. When Dexter eats it the next morning, he gains super strength, as does the fraternity house's pet dog. Hmm. Dexter shows the dean and Quigley his super strength by picking up an obese kid in a chair. I hated that part too. I forgot about oh, that, that part because I was so focused on all the Chinese racism and mysticism. Yeah, the whole thing with the fat kid who really was not even that fat.
0: No, well, that's what I was. The I was a little confused. Thing. I was like, "What? Yeah, was that kid's name Elmer, I think maybe." Elmer. I don't know. And I was like, "This. Why are they giving this kid so much shit?" It's fine. <laughs>
1: It's yeah, not fine.
0: No, no. I mean, it's but, weird that it's, it's, it's weird that they, uh, yeah, I don't know. Not, he they, was not obese. Could, just like <laughs> He was
1: not obese. Yeah. That's like chubby, the weird thing. Not obese. Sure. Anyway. Dexter picks that kid up in his chair in his right hand and Skylar with his left hand. And Higgins jumps on this as an opportunity to get Medfield out of its financial slump and keep the board of regents from firing him. He takes the Formula Lace cereal to the board of the Crumply Crunch Cereal Company and demonstrates its effects to the board and its president, Aunt Harriet Crumply, who's played by Eve Arden. Uh, And she does a lot of good, like, face making. You know, as Dan said, there's a lot of face pulling in this. She does a good amount of it. Um, I don't understand the whole aunt thing. That seemed to be like a whole thing, but the whole board called her aunt. They were definitely not all cousins. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: The Evarden Cereal Company decides to advertise the powers of the formula-laced cereal by challenging Crinkle Crunch, who is a rival cereal company run by Mr. Kirkwood Crinkle, to a competition between their sponsored weightlifting team and Medfields, which does not currently exist, right. to see which cereal can give the other greater strength. Crinkle sponsors the well-funded State College, who has been the rival through all of these movies. Crinkle has a mole, Harry, played by Dick Van Patten, who is on the inside, who tells the Crinkle president about the formula. He's like, they're gonna sandbag you, they have a formula... Scientific formula. It's making the cereal strong. It's not the cereal itself. Yeah. So he hires AJ Arno, literally fresh out of prison. <laughs> picks him Ten up. Seconds. In Ten the seconds. Ten seconds out of lot. prison. <laughs> yeah. So he hires AJ Arno and one of his goons. This Wikipedia says some of his goons. Really, just his one goon who is also getting out of prison at the same time as AJ Arno to steal it. To steal the formula. They break in, but are almost caught before they can get the formula. They then kidnap Skylar, as no one knows that Dexter's chemical was the vital ingredient of the formula, formula rather than Skylar's vitamins. They take him to Chinatown where they use Chinese torture. No, it's just acupuncture. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Again, there's a lot of opinions. I, If there's one thing that I've learned so far in this Kurt Russell podcast, it has nothing to do with Kurt Russell, but about what things wikipedia will allow um like personality judgments (laughs) and whatnot of course they're so against biased reporting and won't let you use anything that has like emotional language and i've dealt with wikipedia professionally and they are so particular about certain things and then in these movie summaries they're like chinese torture no one cites that that's not a thing It does not happen. They do not torture this guy. In fact, they specifically make a point of him being pleasant and happy while this happens. Anyway, so they use Chinese torture and hypnotism to get the formula. They then hypnotize him to return home and forget everything that happened to him and not tell what happened. This accidentally causes him to steal a police car, leading to a car chase, which gets him thrown in jail. Fortunately, without Dexter's chemical added in, The formula Crinkle Crunch has in the cereal does not give super strength. When Crinkle tries it, he ends up breaking his hand. While he berates the mole on the phone, the mole realizes that if they do not know the formula doesn't work, Medfield doesn't know either. And they will lose the weightlifting competition because they don't have the right formula.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. On the day of the competition, Dexter realizes it was his formula that gave the cereal super strength Not Skylar's. So he's like, I gotta go get it. But the competition has already started. Uh, In trying to take off to get it to the lab to get it quickly, he takes the Dean's beautiful but slow vintage car. Again, that's more opinion. (laughs) And when he finally gets there, he is confronted by Arno and ten of his goons. By drinking some of the formula, Dexter is able to beat up all the men and then uses Harry to strike Arno and his men down like bowling pins. Mm -hmm. He hears on the radio that he must return to the contest in four minutes or Medfield will forfeit. He adds some formula to the car's fuel tank, which it makes race off at high speed, shedding parts as it goes. He makes it in time to to compete last, but the car is a complete wreck. Medfield is losing badly. But Dexter uses the last of his super strength to lift the 1,111 pound weight and win it for Crumply Crunch and Medfield. Higgins and Quigley get to keep their jobs. Arno is imprisoned for a third time. And the scheming Crinkle breaks his hand again after eating the wrong cereal and thinking that he has the super strength. The end.
0: <sighs> yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I want to point out when it's when it gives us that end of uh, the the synopsis just saying he he breaks his hand again. The end. That is literally the end of the movie. It is a freeze frame <laughs> on his scrunched up face in pain. Yeah. The
1: cereal still in his mouth. There's literally C- crumbs yeah. of cereal in his freeze frame mouth. It was horrifying.
2: It was. It was bad. It was a bad freeze
0: frame. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I might I might toss that freeze frame in the Discord for reference. Mm. So we'll see what we can we'll see what we can come up with. Oh boy. Okay. Well, let's see how this part goes. Uh Whitney. Mm-hmm. I want to preface this by saying that thus far mm-hmm. of the Dexter Riley trilogy. You and I have recommended both films. Mm -hmm. So given that, uh, are you recommending this one?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the same movie. (laughs) It's the same plot points. It's the same characters, like Uh the same main characters. You're seeing the same random 20 minutes of nothing that has nothing to do with the story. Like every of the... They're all... Find fun family films that, if you don't look at them too hard, go by quickly and are entertainment. I also recommend this one in that same light. I don't recommend watching all three of them.
0: Okay. It's a I don't think anyone. Recommend.
1: Yes. I don't think anyone should watch all three of these movies in a row um, because they're the same movie and it's very repetitive and boring. But I do think if you're like, looking for a movie to watch on a family movie night, you can't really go wrong with any of these. I would suggest that this is the last one on the list just mainly because of all of the, like, Oriental mysticism stuff. Yeah. Like, the the other two do not have any racism. And as hard of a time as I had with the sort of Chaplin-esque house-painting slapstick, <laughs> I think that that puts it a notch below the others.
0: That's fair. That's fair. All right. So that's a recommend.
1: But overall, yes, recommend. All right.
0: Dan, I'm curious. Are you recommending this movie?
2: Yes. For the the same reasons. I mean, it I would recommend taking an afternoon to to an evening of just watching all three of these back to back. Just, just having a, a Dexter Riley Power Hour, uh, and just like experiencing it for the sake of experiencing it, I think it's worthwhile. It's 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 fun, like it's mindless. Like if you, how about this? Do a just a, literally all of your laundry. All of <laughs> and ha- fold and put away that laundry while these movies are playing back to back. Yeah. That will be productive. It's mindless, quite, quite mindless fun. Uh, go for it. Okay. That's like
0: a, re- that's like a pretty strong recommend. I, I, you yeah, know, I mean, is. like you, you said, like all three, you want to do all three. So, okay. All right. I'm going to recommend this, but, uh, not anywhere near as full-throatedly as my mm-hmm. co-hosts. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm more with Whitney. If you watch the computer wore tennis shoes, you're good. Stop. That's it.
1: Stop. <laughs> That's still, it's still, so far, number one on my list. Yeah. Watch that one. And then you don't need to watch any of the other ones. You could randomly pick out any one of the three and be okay. But, like, just watch the computer wore tennis shoes and stop.
0: Yes, I I think that I think that's probably the smart play. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, these are not (laughs) these are not movies that you really have to think too hard about. So, Mm -hmm. you know, no harm, no foul. If you're like, I I need to experience the Dexter Riley cinematic universe. Uh, (laughs) I I, I guess that's that's a fine way to spend an afternoon. But um, just know that you're in for. A lot of...
1: You're in for the same movie three times in an afternoon, which, I mean, you know, some people have done that. Yeah. That's fair.
2: There are. I dated someone once who watched Reservoir Dogs four times in one day.
1: There you go. There are some people that can do that. I (laughs) can. With my my ADHD, I can barely make it through N.
0: Uh Single
1: movie. Yeah. One movie is a, a big ask for Whitney. So the same movie three times, four times, not happening. But yeah. good for you if that's your thing.
0: If, I, as long as you know that there is almost one movie's worth of nothing that you're going to watch in the mm-hmm. three, then is, just know that going in. But otherwise, they're they're fun. And it's cool to see... If you just watch these three, you literally see Kirk grow up. It's crazy. It's like um, not, you know, not from not as much as we have, but like you see him as essentially like a young man to like almost. You're like, wow, that's that's really Kurt Russell right there. That's that's nuts. So, uh, yeah, I recommend. But, eh, you know, Mm -hmm. talk to me tomorrow and maybe that answer will be different. Mm -hmm. Whitney. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Where? Where? On your rankings. Actually, let me ask you this. Superdad. Yeah, so I
1: was going to watch it just specifically for this segment so that I could weigh in on where it falls into my Kurt Russell rankings. Uh Missing one episode just seems like I should watch that movie so that I still have the full and complete record. Um, But then I talked to Eric right after you guys watched and recorded the last episode. And Eric was like, don't do it. You dodged a bullet. You don't have to watch it. Don't watch it. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I've gone through a lot in watching all of these movies. If there's one that I'm off the hook for, I should take that opportunity. So I have not watched Super Dad. Sure. Uh, I have. I will rate it. I love um, it. At the bottom of the list. (laughs)
0: At the very bottom. I'm below, just going to come
1: out guns a-blazing and put it below the one and only genuine original family band. I'm because not even I upset. Think even if it is as bad as that movie, the one and only genuine original family band has a couple of catchy songs.
0: Yeah, I could say Super Dad definitively does not. So yeah. there you go. So
1: there you go. That's my ranking for Super Dad. Okay. My ranking for The Strongest Man in the World I'm putting it between now you see him, now you don't, and follow me, boys.
0: Okay. Uh, I could say uh, that that's where it's going for me as well. Uh, So, uh, our top five, uh, our top. Yeah, our top fives at this point remain Mm -hmm. the same.
1: Identical. Three
0: of the five are Dexter Riley films. (laughs) So, take that.
1: It's been a rough first season of this podcast. We are about to get into some very heavy hitters and some very weird, silly stuff and some things that I've never seen before. Um, But it's it's been a weird first season.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: We've seen some really not great movies.
0: It's true. So Uh, far,
1: we have not seen a single movie, though. That I think is worse than the worst of the Keanu Reeves movies.
0: I, I know. None I know. of these
1: have made me full of vitriol, like some of Keanu's worst movies. Like, these are bad, and I, you know, some of them that I would never recommend anybody watch, but none of them made me angry that I watched them.
0: Okay. I mean, maybe
1: I got a little bit angry at the one and only genuine original family band.
0: You didn't see Super Dad, though. So I didn't see
1: Super Dad, and maybe I would be angry about that one. I, but was I did I put it last on my list. <laughs> you ranked you it didn't worse than put me. It, yeah.
0: But yeah, but I was angry. I was actively angry at mm-hmm. most through throughout most of Super Dad. So, uh, Dan has an interesting list for a couple reasons.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Dan has pre-populated future films. Into their list. So
1: <laughs> just the movies that they have seen. Correct. Yeah. Of Kurt Russell's. But it means that it's number one is The Thing.
2: Yeah. Number two Which, is Escape from
1: New York. Without Again. And Number three is Miracle.
2: These will not change.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so number four is Tombstone. So where on your list of 10 movies... That is, The Thing, Escape from New York, Miracle Tombstone, Escape from L.A., The Fox and the Hound, Follow Me Boys, The Computer War Tennis Shoes, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and Overboard, do you put The Strongest Man in the World?
2: Yeah. Well, um, in the same way that my top three will not change, uh, mm-hmm. my la- last one will not change. Overboard will always be in last place.
1: Really? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, interesting
2: i that that uh, may, maybe it's just because of the plot but uh, i have several issues with that movie uh it it might change i i talk a big <laughs> game but it might change uh that said i think i would put i would put this one just below computer war ten issues Oh, there you go. Okay, I like it.
1: Lower than Guardians of the Galaxy Two, or higher? I mean,
0: yeah, just one y- you'd above. You'd
1: rather watch this again oh. than watch Guardians of the Galaxy Two? That's a good point.
0: You haven't. We haven't locked it in yet. It's not locked in until I say it is. So you have time to change it. And then there's always a reckoning. Oh. It, it, it could happen at any point. So let me know. What are you thinking?
2: Yeah. I, oh. Mm, uh that's <laughs> fine. I, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, we're going to leave it? No. Uh we're oh, we're going to put it mm. below Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's the right decision. All right. All
2: right. Yeah. I didn't I may know. need to re- rethink my whole list. There Guardians of the Galaxy 2 might need to move, but uh, well, I need to think about it. Computer War okay. Tennis Shoes. I like I said. I remember enjoying it more than I think it deserved, and that will definitely need to move around somewhere on my list. Mm-hmm. But we'll get there.
1: Well, this this makes me very interested to watch Overboard again because I'm pretty sure that I watched it at like 16 on TBS on like a Sunday afternoon.
0: Um, <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: and I don't remember negative feelings about it. I don't remember positive feelings about it, but I also don't remember negative feelings about it. So I'm very curious to see it again, based (laughs) on your extreme distaste. (laughs) It's
2: dead I I I, I know that I may be in the minority there, but it is a highly problematic uh, movie.
1: Well, I remember something about that. I don't yeah. remember like at the time thinking this is problematic, but I remember a lot of conversation about it being yeah. problematic. And didn't they do the gender swap version of Overboard recently?
2: They did. They did. Mhm. And that's yeah. still problematic.
1: <laughs> well, we'll see. I don't remember anything about it.
2: <laughs> they changed a lot,
0: <laughs> but not the thing that was wrong with it. It's weird. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, for now, that's all locked in. So we got it. And again, we have reckonings every season. So if things need to move or shift or change, that opportunity is there. But it's looking good.
1: Yeah, I don't know how much will change.
0: Yeah. I, for our for our list so far, Whitney? Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I uh I mean, we're going to have the reckoning out of, uh, you know, just, just habit at this point. But uh, <laughs> it'll just be full of fun facts more than uh, <laughs> more than like list changing. In the
1: Heather might move up for me in retrospect.
0: That's an interesting. That's an interesting one.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: All right. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. We'll see. So that brings us to next week, actually. Uh, where we will have our reckoning episode. If you're not familiar with that, uh, that is where Whitney and I, and maybe a guest, I don't know, uh, we just review this first season. So you hear us make reference to the big data machine. I'm always taking notes about things. So we have all sorts of little fun facts about this season so far, if you've been listening along, following along. And that's a short episode. What are we talking, Whitney? Like 20, 30 minutes maybe? They're never yeah. super long.
1: Definitely. I mean, our... Lists are not very long and our top five is identical. So I don't think that's going to be changing. Yeah. We'll see.
0: So that's going to be a quick one. Should be a quick one. Yeah. So here's what I'm hoping is we move into season two, which is five years in the future after this film with used cars. That'll be our first official film of season Mm -hmm. two of the Kurt Locker. However, as Eric informed me last week in the middle is the Elvis film, right? The one Mm -hmm. that was, is John Carpenter directed Kurt Russell. He discovered him, (laughs) saved Mm -hmm. him. (laughs) Uh, And I know, Whitney, you have a huge crush on Elvis, the person. So maybe we do like a bonus episode. I don't know, because we decided not to do TV movies, but I feel like this one one feels worthwhile.
1: Yeah, this one might be a, a little bit of a outlier, but I think maybe might be worth it.
0: Yeah. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. Definitely Reckoning next week. And then the following movie will either be Elvis or used cars. Uh, But, you know, we'll play it by ear. So Mm -hmm. that'll be great. I'm looking forward to whatever one we end up going with. (laughs) Yeah. We're out of this weird Disney vortex that we've been Mm -hmm. in. So great. I love it. Mm hmm. That brings us to the end. We did it. Team, we did it.
1: We made it. We did. We did do it.
0: We did the thing.
1: We did the dang thing.
0: This has been incredible having you on. Thank you for taking the time.
2: Of course. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much of a blast.
0: You are a very active person on our Discord and on the internet. If people wanted to find and follow you, where would they do that?
2: Uh, You can find me online um, basically wherever you can have an account. I probably have an account that is at Dantendo64, D-A-N-T-E-N-D-O-6-4. I am most uh, active, I would say, on Twitter, um, where I talk about hockey and the various podcasts that I do and (laughs) um, other sorts of things. So uh, follow me there, and I will... Talk uh, a whole lot about stuff. You can also follow me on Instagram, where I forget that I have an Instagram. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so where on on Instagram where you forget you have? Okay, I understand. Yep. Yep. It's kind of like follow how everyone and
2: see like uh, maybe one picture every couple of months. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: it's an event though. It's an event. You're like,
0: oh my <laughs> god! I guarantee it sends a push notification. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> The Nintendo, Nintendo 64 has posted <laughs> for the first time in a while.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> that's great. That's great. Whitney, mm-hmm. people missed you last week. Where can they find you on the internet?
1: Um, well, if you want to see what I ate for dinner or what weird thing my dog or cat is doing, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Whitney Nelson N e l s e n and then on Twitter I'm at Whitney underscore Nelson N e l s e n but that is fewer and further between closer to how Dan is with Instagram is how I am with Twitter Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. pop in every once in a while for a random thought to throw into the void. And then I disappear again, Andrew, where can we find you on the internet?
0: Uh, I'm everywhere. Uh, Not everywhere. I'm most places at dark driving, uh, Twitter and Instagram being the most active of those two find and follow me there. That'll be great. Uh, and on the Discord. Please join. I, I can't stress that enough. I'm on there all day. It's, it's just open on my computer all day. It's great. I love it. Uh, and that's it. That's it. We did it. I am going to press the button. Where's the button? There's the button. Oh, my gosh. And say, thank you all for joining us. And in the immortal words of Jack Burton, sit tight, hold the fort, and keep the home fires burning.